Hi, everybody. I'm Patrick McEnroe, and this is Holding Court. All right, everyone, time to peruse a little French Open early on after two days of the tournament. It's Monday evening now. Of course, uh, they'll continue round one play coming up tomorrow in Paris. That's Tuesday, of course. And uh, no real surprises on the men's side. That's to be expected through the first uh, couple of days. As as I said, we still have some first-round matches to be played on Tuesday since the French Open being the only one of the majors that actually begins first-round matches on Sunday. I remember when they started that years ago, they just had a very smallish schedule on that Sunday. And it's really turned into pretty much a full day of tennis uh, on that opening Sunday of the tournament. Uh, as I said, no real surprise. I'll get into a couple of the men's uh, top guys already and how they've done, but there've already been a few surprises, I guess somewhat surprises on the women's side, although we're sort of used to seeing a lot of upsets early. I don't even know if you call them upsets because uh, four of the top 10 women are already out for the top 10 seeds. That is Krajikova, who of course won it last year. Uh, no surprise that she went out to uh, uh, a young French teenager, Diane Parry, uh, in three sets. And why do I say it's no surprise? Well, that's because Barbora has not had not played a match since February or she was recovering from an injury. She did win the opening set, but then, as she said in her own words, collapsed physically uh, in the final set and a half, losing it 6-2, 6-3, those final two sets. So she's out of that section of the draw as the two seed and the defending champ. Uh, you would expect her to stick around in the doubles for a while and be a factor there. But again, no match play in the last few months. She said she'd been practicing, but not as much as she would have liked. But she wanted to get back and at least uh, attempt to defend her title. So that goes by the wayside fairly quickly. Does open up possibilities for Sloane Stevens, who had a win in three sets. The American, of course, who's played well at the French Open before a number of years ago, losing in the championship match to Simona Halep. But she's unseated this year. But now she's got Serana Cristea in the second round, who's the 26th seed. And the winner of that uh, then would have been due to play the two seed. So there's a little opening there potentially for Sloane Stevens. I actually think she's a much better clay court player than Christea, she certainly has been throughout her career. So we'll see how that one unfolds. Uh, Azarenka, the number 15 seed, had a tough win. She actually dropped the opening set to Bogdan in a tiebreak, won the second in a tiebreak, uh, and then ran away with the final set. That was a grinding win. She'll take on another veteran, uh, Andrea Petkovic, in the second round. I would expect Azarenka to get through that one. Another one of the top 10 seeds that was out, also in the bottom Half of the draw, draw was Garbina Muguruza from Spain. She also won the opening set against Kaya Kanepi, who's, you know, throughout her career, I think she's 37 now. She's been uh, very dangerous against top players throughout her career in the majors. Not so much uh, throughout the rest of the year, but in the majors, she's sort of a giant killer. So she comes back and takes out Muguruza uh, 6-4 in the final set. To move on there. So that um, that section of the draw, you've got Coco Goff in there. So that also leads to, uh, as I'm going up the draw, I'm just starting at the bottom, starting with the two Rajikova. So Coco Goff, really, really good opportunity for her. Serving woes, continuing for her. I believe she had 10 or 11 doubles against the Canadian qualifier, Rebecca Marino, but she won an opening first set that went 7-5 and then 
bagel job in the second six love. She plays Van Utvank next, and then the winner of that one to play Haddad, Maya, or Kanepi. Again, to go out to play. Uh, actually, that goes out to play, uh, uh, not not um, Krajika, but the Azarenka section. Azarenka uh, Teichman is in there as well. So then one of those will then get to the quarters to play um, uh, where Krajika would be or the round of 16. So bottom line is that section fairly open. you got Maria Sakari, who's the four seed now. So she's the highest seed left in this half of the draw. And uh, she's been close here before. I mean, she's sort of due. Uh, I'm not going to say to win a major. Can you know? Can her nerves handle it if she gets that close? But she's certainly someone that's been knocking on the door. She plays Muhova next, uh, <clears throat> who's a very good all-around player. But I would say you know better on uh, the quicker courts and on clay. Uh, I just brushed past the number five seed, who's also out. That's Anna Contivate who's had a heck of a run the last 12 to 18 months, but most of her success coming on hard courts and a lot of it indoors as well. So she lost to Isla Tomjanovic in a tight two-setter. Not, again, really not that surprising, that result there um, for Contivate to go out on the red clay. Anisimova had a win over Osaka. Look, that's not a surprise. Osaka's a shadow of, of what she once was. Uh, can she get it back? Of course she can. She's only 24. Good to see her just back playing at the French after what happened last year with her withdrawing because of the mental health issues and the press issues. But she's never been um, great on clay anyway. So it was Anissa Mova who won that comfortably, the young American in straight sets, 7-5-6-4. So she'll take on Vekic next, winner of that, to take on uh, Sakari, who you would say is a solid favorite. Leila Fernandez. The young Canadian had a win over the French woman, Mladonovic. She's a 17 seed. Kind of interesting, this other matchup in this section of the draw is Benchich, who's a 14 seed, um, who's played well in a couple of majors and, of course, won the Olympic gold against Andrescu. Andrescu lost to first and then came back to be the qualifier, Bonaventure, six love in the third. Uh, so Benchich Andrescu in the second round to play Fernandez in the third. That'd be an, the Canadians would be fired up for that if you had Andrescu and Fernandez in round three. But Fernandez also with a pretty tight, tough second mat, second round match against Siniakova, who's a pretty pretty nifty little player herself. Radicanu had a win over. Uh, she'll play Sasnovich next. Kerber with a three-set win after winning one of the warm-up tournaments. She's never played great on clay, but we know about her competitiveness. Kvitova with a win, also not a great clay court player, but she's through. Now we're more into the top half of the draw where we get to Anjabur, who had a great run uh, on clay, reached a couple of big finals, uh, probably just a little worn out. You know, expectations high for her as a number six seed, the first Arab woman to go... Uh, as far as, as anyone in history. So she lost to Lynette, which was a surprise. Uh, she won the first Jabor, then lost the second in a breaker, then 7-5 in the final set. Uh, we'll see Sabalenka. She will take the court on Tuesday, as will, you know, you got Kazakina in here, Georgie, some seeds, Shelby Rogers, Danielle Collins. This is all uh, in the top half of the draw. A couple of matches were postponed uh, this evening, because there was some rain over there in Paris today. <clears throat> Rabakina against Rus, 
Uh, Katie Volnitz, who's a youngster, teenager from the U.S., who won the wild card from the U.S. Uh, playoff uh, system or the challenger system over. She got enough points to get that. She's up a set against Golubuch. So they'll finish a few of those matches tomorrow. Um, nice to see Taylor Townsend back in the tournament. She, I think she won the wild. Maybe she got straight in on a protected record. She's taking on Garcia, uh, the veteran from France. Uh, Kudamertova had a win. I'm just scrolling up here in the top half of the draw. Bedosa is uh, the number three seed. I like her chances to make a, a really big run here. She's a great athlete, great on clay. And then we're going up to the top. Got Jesse Pakula in there. Again, these matches have yet to be played. And then Halep is the 19 seed, very dangerous. Of course, she's won here before. Back with, uh, well, not back with her new coach with uh, Pimo, Patrick Moritagalu, has now taken over the range there. So she seems reinvigorated. But it's all about Iga Sviantek. So I'm scrolling up to where she is at the top of the draw. She'll, she just rolled over Serenko 2-0. She'll play Ali Risk next. I predicted it. I'm going to say it again. I don't see her losing a set this tournament. Um, Halep certainly one that could give her some trouble if she can get to her in the round of 16. But uh, I think she's just been absolutely dominant. I mean, she has been down. I don't think she has been. She has been. And I don't see her, unless she gets tight, dropping a set uh, in these championships. She's been that, that good. Uh, men's side, let's take a look at what we got here because uh, we know the top three, as we've discussed, uh, in this, the top three as far as the favorites go, all in the same half of the draw I've made my feelings known on that on social media. I think the friends should go to uh, a system where they take into account the surface. I know I mentioned that about Wimbledon. I've been corrected on that, that Wimbledon actually changed that within, I think, the last two years. So I stand corrected on that. My Pardon my mistake on my one of my posts where I thought Wimbledon was still doing that, where they, you know, they weigh your recent results on grass uh, when they do the CD, I actually still think they should still do that, but they don't do it anymore. The French have never done it. They've always gone straight by the rankings. I understand it. I get it. Uh, people go by the, you know, the rankings. It's a lot easier. You avoid, uh, maybe avoid criticism, but in a case like this, uh, you know, when Nadal's been out so long, uh, he's dropped to number five. So it just so happened. You've got Djokovic, Nadal drawn to play in the quarterfinals. I'm picking Djokovic to go all the way. Uh, Alcaraz, obviously, for many people, he's the favorite to win the tournament. It would not shock me at all if he does so. In fact, you know, part of me hopes he does win it just because he's, he's you know, to see another great, a great player emerge, which he's arguably already done winning a couple of Masters events and Barcelona, winning Madrid, beating Nadal and um, Djokovic back to back and then destroying Zverev in the championship match. I mean, to me, he's going to be, he's going to be a great player as far as winning majors. It's just when he's going to start. I'd love to see him start here. Then again, Rafa's got 21, you know, whether you like Djokovic or not, I happen to like him. I know a lot of people think I don't, you know, just because of the whole vaccination stance. And I, was making a lot of appearances on CNN and other networks about it. I think I don't, I don't agree with his stance. I certainly uh, like him personally. I've, I've, I've met him a bunch of times. I've played with him, not with him, against him in Labor Cup when he played that one. He's a total pro, total, total gentleman, smart, funny. He's done some stupid things um, in his career. 
but his heart's in the right place. I mean, just as a person, that's what I think. Uh, I don't agree with his stance on the vaccination, but he's, you certainly got to credit him for sticking to his guns. I mean, he gave up opportunities to play uh, by not taking the vac the vaccine in, of course, the Australian situation was a debacle. We know about that. But he's back. He's playing. He got his he got his game back together over the course of the last month. Wins Rome very impressively. You know, I have to see how Rafa looks. He looked really good today in his first round. So did Djokovic, by the way. He beat Nishioka three one and zero under the lights. That was routine. Cuevas destroyed Jensen Brooksby, who was actually seated. I believe one of seven American men seated. Uh, but he just got destroyed by Cuevas 2-1-2. and two. So that would likely be Djokovic's matchup in round three. Easy draw for Djokovic through the first three rounds. Then he's got, you know, maybe Schwartzman, Munar's in there. That's the next matchup. Dimitrov, Choric, who's coming back from injury himself. Uh, I would, you know, you, I could see Dimitrov up, you know, Schwartzman, Dimitrov, probably Schwartzman on clay. He, I mean, he's definitely had a better history. Um, I don't think any one of those, either one of those guys are beating Novak best of five on clay. Felix Auger Eliassime was two sets down against Varias, a qualifier and one and in five. So that's little shaky that he got down two sets, like two and two, the first two sets against a qualifier, uh, wouldn't lead me to believe that he's going to be a major threat for Novak uh, if he gets that far. Opelka, unfortunately, one of the seeded Americans for the American chances went out to Krajinovic. He's a solid player, good on dirt, but uh, I expected more from Opelka. Just got blitzed six, two, and three in that one after having a good tournament in one of the lead-ups uh, reaching the, I think it was a semi or the, I think it was semi, lost to Rude there and played well, but um, obviously on clay, we I thought he'd play better because, I mean, he's got that monster serve, um, moves reasonably well, but uh, not happening. Fognini gets through, Vanderzen Schlup, who's actually seated. Remember, he kind of came out of nowhere at the open, and now he's seated in a major. That's a heck of an effort right there. Stan Vavrinka, you know, trying to come back from his injury issues to the knee. He's had a couple of decent matches, but nothing special. And he lost to Mute, who's a wild card from France, after winning the first uh, three, six, and three. So it's Mute who will now play Nadal, who just um, blitzed Jordan Thompson, the stash man from Australia, two, two, and two. So you've got Nadal, Mute, which should be pretty easy. You know, Fonini or Van der Zenschulp against Nadal, that could be a little bit of a test. So we kind of get a, a gauge of how, how fit Rafa is. Uh, I think once he gets into a match that's real physical, we'll get a better idea. Uh, if he's 100%, it's still hard to pick against him. The reason I'm picking Djokovic is because I'm not convinced Rafa is 100%, but we shall see. He's managed to recover before. You know, I, I didn't think he was going to uh, win the Australian this year. So how'd that go out, go for me? Zverev uh, wins in straights. You know, no one's talking about him. He's a three seed. You know, he's in the same half as the big three. So maybe that's good for him. Maybe he could sneak through. He was, he'll be due to play Alcaraz in the quarters if they both get there. Nakashima, the American from uh, Southern Cal, had a nice five-set win today. 
He was two sets to one down in that one. He'll take on Greek Spore next, which will not be easy. Greek Spore can play on the dirt. Had a really solid four-set win over Davidovich Fokina. Isner in this section. Uh, shocker of all shockers, one and four. All three sets he won are tie breaks. So there you go. That tells you all you need to know. We could have, and I say could, because a few Americans that have actually gotten through, I told you Nakashima and Teller Fritz also won a five-setter. He was down in that one. Actually, he was up two sets to one, lost the fourth to a qualifier, Rodriguez. I don't know him. I have to say I've never heard of him from Argentina. I can tell by the flag. And then it was 6-4 in the fifth for Fritz. He'll play Zapata Morales next uh, you know, another good clay court player. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, I love to see Fritz play Isner in the third round to then play, let's see, would they play Zarev? Yeah, I believe they play Zarev. So let's see if we can at least get one America through. Nori, who won a warm-up tournament, he just rolls along 5-2-0. and I'll play Kubler next, who beat Kudla. Kubler from Australia, qualifier, big for him to quali and get a, a win. Hatching off in this section, You'd think that it would be Nori probably to get through there. Nori Hatchinoff in round three, likely Korda, the American. Uh, he was in one of those matches uh, late, so the rains came late. So he's going to have to likely double up. He'll If he beats Milman, the Australian, he'd then play Harris or Gasquet. Gasquet's comfortably in control there, the veteran from France. Maybe his last French Open. I don't know. He's, he's 37 or 8, I believe. Uh, Alcaraz is then through as the sixth seed. He'll play on Romos Vanolas. He played his first match as many say he's the favorite. I think he's the, I don't know if he still is the odds maker's favorite, but he was the last time I checked before the tournament started. Uh, wins 4 2 and 0 in his first time on center court there, or at least as center. Did he play last year? Alcaraz or French? I can't remember. I played the open. I remember that. Uh, Rude Sanga. Tough draw for Sanga, who did announce that this would be his last uh, French Open. So I don't see him giving uh, Rude, who's, who's rough on the dirt, giving him much trouble on clay. Rusevori, Umber, the talented friend. That's two young talents right there. The winner of that to take on Rude, Sousa. You got in this section, Sonego, 32 seed. Francis Tiafo actually got a pretty good draw. He's a 24 seed, plays Bonzi of Italy, of France uh, in the first round. Then Goffin, you know, who's sort of past his prime. And then he would play Herkoc. I mean, that's a pretty good draw for Tiafo um, to see if he can make a little bit of a run here. Shapovalov's in this. He takes on Holger Rune. That'll be an interesting match. Rune has had some solid results on the dirt. Uh, let's see as we go down this list. Dan Evans had a win. De Manor, he'll do to play on Tuesday. Emer, been a winner over Duckworth. Sitsipas, you know, he's a four seed, but he's a heavy favorite uh, in the bottom half of the draw. He's got Musetti first uh, because Medvedev's a two seed. And, he, of course, Clay is by far his worst surface. You got Rublev as a seven seed. I mean, Rublev is probably more of a favorite to get to the semis at this point than Medvedev. They're, they would be, you know, due to playing the quarters. Uh, Tommy Paul, his match just underway early in the first set. Rain there again. Mackie McDonald had a win. So that was a nice win over a lucky loser uh, from Italy. So he takes on Basilishvili, who beat another American, Cressy, in five. Cressy, uh, of course, both McDonald and Cressy played their college ball at UCLA. 
and McDonald uh, will now take on Vasilishvili in round number two. So you know, I'd say Vasilishvili is a pretty solid favorite there, but a good chance for Mackey. Bjorn Frontangelo, who quali, the only American male to qualify, takes on Sinner. That's a first-round match. Sinner's the 11th seed. Karenia Busta taking on Gilles Simon, likely his swan song as well at the French Open. I think he's also announced this will be his last year. I think he's going to play a full season. Stevie Johnson in there against Vesely. Chilich was a winner. He'll take on Fucevic in the next round. Ketsmanovic, who's had a really good year. The Serb ranked third, uh, seeded 28. Uh, and then you've got Medvedev. Well, kind of interesting to see how he looks. He's taking on Banyas. Um, then Barankis and Dejiri. That could be tricky. Dejiri's pretty good on clay. So, you know, Medvedev, very much a question mark. Uh, coming off the injury, and then, of course, uh, playing on his worst surface. So things just starting to get underway in Paris. I'll be actually heading over there in a couple of days, and I also want to let everybody know here, uh, my holding court listeners, I will be speaking to Mr. Steve Simon, the CEO of the WTA Tour, within the next couple of days. I will be looking to post that uh, interview with him later this week. So I'm very, very much looking forward to hearing from Steve, who's, I think, handled this WTA situation, particularly with Peng Shui and other issues extremely well. We'll get into that. We'll get into the Wimbledon Russian story, Russian Belarusian, and then the tour stripping Wimbledon of the computer point. So uh, a lot of things to discuss with uh, Mr. Simon. Uh, I've been tracking him down for the last couple of weeks, so I very much appreciate that uh, his uh, office has gotten back to me and he will appear on holding court. And I'm very much looking forward to it. I hope you are as well. If you have any uh, topics or questions that you'd like me to bring up, I'm going to bring up what I think you want to hear and I, what I know uh, are topics that are interesting to you people out there. But if anybody has any other thoughts and ideas, you know where to find me, at Patrick McEnroe on Twitter. You can send me a message there or on my Instagram as well. Thank you for listening to this edition of Holding Court. Holding Court with Patrick McEnroe is powered by Mudhouse Media. Mudhouse Media.